save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Hey everybody, we are the Crickets and we're here at the Sunstroke House in Columbus, Mississippi. And we're gonna play an original song for you called Redbird. That's right.
just to start us off uh, just one at a time just introduce yourself where you're from and that what do you think that first moment was it's like I want to do music was it like riding in mom's car you know and hearing that old country song on the radio or was it uh, grandpa's records I mean what did that look like okay well, I'll go first uh, I am Emily Stuckey Sellers and um, I, uh, I am from Fairhope, Alabama, but I spent my um, elementary school and middle school years in Jackson, Mississippi. I actually went to Brandon High School. Uh, I feel like I'm um, from, I'm torn, I'm from, I still carry the Jackson, Mississippi accent, <laughs> but I have lived in Fairhope, Alabama yeah. for about equally half of my life. Um, but uh, I, my first, uh, my first uh, love for music, or uh, when actually when I fell in love with singing, I was a very small child. I was obsessed with Disney movies, yeah. and yeah. I would learn every single part in every single Disney movie, and just drive my family insane. Yeah. And then uh, another memory I have is um, I love Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young because of my dad. So when I was like six, seven, eight, I knew that whole, all those albums from yep. listening to them in the backseat of his car. But uh, that, that's kind of my, my little music background there. Cool. Well, I am Lauren Spring, and um, I, I was raised in, for the most part, in Albany, Georgia, in South Georgia. And for the past 15 years, I've been a beach bum down in Port St. Joe, Florida, and I just really love the slow pace of everything uh -huh. and it's beautiful down there um, and that's where I've been uh, I've had a clothing store for a long time and I've really enjoyed it but my first I mean definitely music's a first love and where that moment happened that I can definitely pinpoint um, I was I, I, I can think of one moment that did it for me I was in I was about 12 years old I was in Boone, North Carolina with my best friend's grandmother and my best friend, and we were at one of these weird places where um, that college up there is Appalachian State. Uh -huh. um, they had this, like, uh, their performance art, uh, I guess, department with that college had had these kids who would perform and, and serve food. Mm -hmm. Well, there was this big cheesy performance of Aquarius, you know, or something, and I was not impressed, and it was fine, and we ate some good mashed potatoes, and we, I thought we were about to go home. Uh -huh. And this kid, this lanky kid, walks out, and we say kid, I mean, he's like 19, 20-year-old, he walks out with this acoustic guitar, he sits down on the end of that stage, and he played um, St. Judy's Comet by Paul Simon, and I was done. Yeah. I mean, that was it. I was like... I'm gonna do that for the rest of my life, right there. 
And yeah. so that that was my moment there. I remember my dad's a music man. He took me, he taught me guitar. He's always been in a band or always had a guitar around. So it was convenient. Yeah. That's my moment. That's what I remember changing my life. And so banjo and violin, when did that come up for oh you? Oh my gosh, I don't play either, really. <laughs> I really don't. I'm not, I'm not good at either one of them. We played the Dolly Parton, we play Adam. Yeah, I we play, play, I play Adam's instruments. We were all singer-songwriters, and we all play acoustic guitar. And you can't do that in a band. You have to play Somebody's other Somebody's got to do things. something else. That's right. So That's everybody right. just had to, had to kind of grow some and, right. and play some different things. And Emily, um, she really has been incredible at percussion, playing mm -hmm. drums and, and learning drums. Rachel um, learned bass. And learning how to sing and play bass is like crazy. Um, and then I just got screwed and got the fiddle and screwed. But and then the banjo. This isn't really a banjo. This is a six-string uh, banjo, which is really a guitar that looks like and sounds like a banjo. So um, I'm she cheating. Coats. Yeah, she coats. Yeah, but uh, anyway, go ahead, Miss Rachel. Stories. Um, my name is Rachel Grubb, and I uh, am from Lake City, Florida. So. Um, I've been in the band about seven months, we decided, mm -hmm. and uh, so I'm kind of the new one. Uh, how I first came to love music, I always grew up, my mother was a choir director, mm -hmm. so we had a lot of choir uh, practices that I'd, I'd kind of go in and out of. I was running around the church uh, playing with the other kids, but she would practice, and I started singing harmony against her uh, Baptist hymnal harmonies, mm -hmm. so I can still remember going down the road singing like "Love Lifted Me," like that was my fave. Oh yeah, right here every time. But uh, but that's how I learned to sing harmony. That and the Mamas and the Papas, which is an odd mixture. But she loved the Mamas <laughs> and the Papas, and and we just sang like every song in the Baptist that's hymnal. Cool. So yeah. Yeah. All right, and so um, all of you singer-songwriters meeting each other, and how did that happen? And like. Uh, when y'all were meeting each other, it was like, was it kind of an immediate, like, we should work together, or like, you know, what did that look like? Well, the, the band's about five years old. Mm -hmm. We met, originally, the reason we got together, the reason we're called the Crickets, uh, people, there was another band called the Crickets, or is another band. Uh, mm -hmm. Buddy Holly's Crickets are the true Crickets with a C. We're the Crickets <laughs> with a K. Um, we, the reason we're called the Crickets is we got together to play a cancer benefit uh, event for a girl that passed away in my hometown named Cricket Russell. She was a 22 year old girl from breast cancer. And we had so much fun playing together. They only one of female musicians. None of us had played together, so we played and we had a blast and we decided we needed to do it all the time. Yeah. Well, we, Emily and I have been in the band for almost five years now. and. Um, and we had a couple other members who have since had just had babies or, or they got their Careers. masters and decided to, you know, they wanted health insurance <laughs> or whatever <Yeah. laughs> and, um, and decided to go, go do something uh, different. But, um, but we, Rachel's been a, a great friend. She's a singer songwriter. We really respected and, and mm -hmm. loved her music and we yeah. played festivals with her yeah. and we decided we're just going to see if this chick will come play with us. And yeah. so it right. worked out. We're just gonna harass her. I, I knew. Was. No, I knew right away. I was like, "Oh yeah, we we can hang out." I mean, I never knew I'd be a part of the band, but I was like, "We get each other." Yeah, we're all moms. Yeah, we're all writers, and we love music. Mm -hmm. So I was like, "What else do you need?" Yeah, yeah. we can be friends. Yeah, we should be yeah. friends. Yeah. Okay, and so um, I know it's kind of a crazy question. Like with each song, it's a little bit different. Let's just take uh, Redbird. 
Uh, so it won award last year. It did. It did. It won an IMA award mm-hmm. for best um, alt country song. Right. And so, what was kind of uh, the story behind the song? That song was actually uh, written about my grandmother, who was from Delta City, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I was very close to her. Um, you know, she kept us a lot growing up, and um, she passed away a couple years ago. And uh, we were we were trying to get material together for our second album, and. Uh, I kept having this dream about her, and in the dream, she would whisper something in my ear. And uh, before she was had what she whatever she was gonna say, I would wake up. So that was a it was crazy, and it happened a long time. I had that dream many times. Um, anyway, I went to um, to kind of try and start working on writing stuff for the album, and this like that little funky riff came out that we were playing yeah. and a song just kind of blah it just came out I wrote it in like 15 minutes and um uh I quit having the dream after that <laughs> worked out great <laughs> it worked yeah. out great I think it was my grandmother saying yeah. write that song you get it out and now we can't go anywhere without seeing red birds but we drove up red birds outside female cardinal is first bird on the branch it's nuts it happens everywhere we go it's a good sign it warms our heart we're like yes we're doing the right thing thank you thank you granny and so (laughs) um and just reflecting back with your songwriting like just take uh your favorite song that you've written and like um, what comes to mind? Like well, the story behind uh, it? I love killing people off. Don't get me wrong. I, I have a lot of uh, murder. <laughs> you write murder battles? I love them, but uh, I do. <laughs> I do. But um, I think my favorite one at the moment uh, is it's a song that um, it's it's just about kind of throwing temper tantrums with God. It's about you know we sit down and we shake a fist at the sky and we we don't understand what happened that day or why that happened and mm-hmm. um the song's called shame game and i i it started out i tell the story at the shows that because uh, it's, it's february that i got stood up for my very first valentine's day dance when i was like in the sixth grade or seventh mm-hmm. grade and that was like the first time i felt like i ever had a real pity party with god like really whined and cried uh-huh. but starting with that moment <laughs> and ending with some other profound uh moments in my life um that song's just about um that frustration and and sort of acknowledging that like i'm sure god's laughing at us all the time but yeah (laughs) yeah that that's what that one that was my favorite at the moment
that one's on this last album. And again, all the ones that the ones that we really that really stick, it feels like came out in you know mm-hmm. ten minutes. I mean, I don't know how that. I don't know why it happens like that. It just does. Mm-hmm. But I uh, I write too, and like oh, cool. my favorite song that I've written, like I've I was telling a buddy of mine about it, and I was like, I couldn't put the pen to paper quick enough. And he's like, You still use pen and paper? <laughs> but I, I was like. Uh, writing yeah. it down on the phone or whatever I was like I couldn't get the words quick yeah. enough because I was like I got the riff out on mm-hmm. the guitar yeah. and I was like oh I got the words there yeah. they are you know That's it's so rare best. it it's is and it hits you like a bolt of lightning mm-hmm. and it, you have to deal with it that second doesn't matter where you are mm-hmm. I know it's wild and I know some folks like you'll be having lunch if maybe they're uh, just a writer and we'll be having lunch and you got a pen and you know they'll write something down on yeah. the napkin you know Oh yeah. They'll write down what you just said because it was a beautiful. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like I think it, it is sometimes. It's like, a gold uh-huh. little gold nugget you dropped, and yeah. they're always collecting. I'm gonna think about that. I do that all the time. I steal things <laughs> all the time from people, but I try to be stealthy about it. At least use my phone. <laughs> Shoot, text to myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Rachel. Well, I, you know, I'm kind of new to the band, so um, I the, the things that we're working on right now and playing for mm-hmm. for everyone. They were written before I came around, so I think what I've been pouring my energy into just learning and giving proper treatment to the songs, yeah, and making them come alive. Uh, we crickets went from a four-piece to a three-piece, so we did some new arrangements of some right. things, and we're kind of still in process. We still got a few more songs that we want to add to that, and then hopefully we'll start writing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what I sure. love to do. I mean, I, I like to perform and. It's way better to perform with the crickets than my usual solo gig. I mean, like, uh, there's a camaraderie that I love, mm-hmm. and uh, I I miss that when I'm performing on my own. Uh, I still do that sometimes. We all do, in mm-hmm. fact. But um, but it'll be cool to to see what we can come with together, you know, and and combine and co-write and things. So I'm looking forward to that too. But I I, I thought just coming in, you know. It, we just need to settle into this new arrangement and and really put together some really good arrangements of songs. Sure. And so that's what we've been. Yeah, and so I mean, before we started, just seat and placement for uh, singing. Like uh, you were talking about, like triads, and like like you said, it's like usually one three five. Mm-hmm. But you said that y'all don't really do it that way. We all the time. We we just. Um, we, you know, it's a lot of feeling. Like we we feed off of each other a lot. So and the leads change. So mm-hmm. you know that's the unusual thing too. Um, so what we try to do is just always be tuned into one another. And what serves a song? Yeah, what, it's what, what does this song? song need? What does yeah. it What does it need? That's, that's the best that's thing how for we this song right here, right now. And you know, like it, if. If that song needs a really flashy, big, crazy note, we know that like Emily is our show pony. Okay <laughs> you know, she's got a hell of a voice, she's and, got a and to and things. we know, you know, if the song needs that, then she needs to be on the high harmony, or you know, when we need, it's just the different qualities, you know, in different yeah. in our different voices. And I, uh, Linda Ronsat and Dolly Parton and uh, Emily Lou used to be in a band called Trio, uh, and. We covered one of their songs on our very first album. We love them so, so much. But they used to do that. They would try out, each of them tried out the lead and the harmonies and just see where you want to be. Sometimes, you know, Dolly's got such a high voice, she's it's stacked where she's on top and then the two uh, harmonies are below her, you know, and they're singing like weird tenor parts and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it can just be, um, 
it's different all the time, but we really yeah. enjoy it. It's just a playground. Yeah, it is, because you're playing around, you're trying new things, letting yourself try mm -hmm. new things. I think that's, that's what makes music fun. Right. All right, and so um, there was a song in a documentary. And y'all yeah. were in the documentary for a while, right? Yeah, we were. We, uh, uh, Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin. What is Caitlin's last, last name? We're going to get in big trouble. <laughs> oh, my Caitlin God. is an amazing FSU grad student who is now graduated, and her mm -hmm. thesis was uh, she, she wanted to do a documentary on women in music in a Southern culture. And she wanted to show what it was like to be a girl in a band touring and... and interactions with the fans, interactions with the venues, interactions with everybody, and with each other. I mean, yeah. and what it ended up being was, a, like, when she followed us, she was personal. with us for like a year and a half, she would just, and what's sad is you, you get, it's gross that you can get used to someone with a camera two inches from your face, but, and, and, and then you can start to act like you don't even know it's there. That's scary. Yeah. But we did, and that documentary is yeah, definitely... Yeah, we forget and, like, say stuff. Oh, God. I, Probably not everyone we haven't, needs to We hear. haven't released it to the general public because <laughs> you know? we're terrified of y'all watching it, but, you know, go get your popcorn because we have to soon. Um, <laughs> but it basically, it outlined two of the band members leaving and, like, showed their... Um, like the seeds, you know, that that were planted in the beginning of the video, and then by the end of the video, after she'd been with us a year and a half, like they were leaving the band, or one was leaving the band, and you could see why. And it it just tells a lot of our drama, but it shows it show in in the process of showing a lot of our drama, it also was very true to telling what it's like to be a female. Uh, it's just a little different. I mean, and it, it's a lot easier to show it with a visual, yeah. you know. It, it goes a lot further than, than a bunch of words. There's a line in a Jason Isbell song that's toward the start of it in White Man's World. He said, uh, he's talking about his little girl and wanting mm -hmm. to send her to Nashville to change the sound. Mm -hmm. But it, Mama knew better because they wasn't going to let her. They weren't going to yeah. let her. I know, I love that line. Yeah. And, and he had Such guts to write writer. it, you yeah. know, like to say it out loud. Yeah. And I love that she's in the High Women now, you know, uh, right. changing some things, which is, you know, really cool. She is cool. I like her. But, um, but yeah, it's it's a different world, and it's it's not that it's we don't want to be in it. We do. It just means you have to play it a little bit differently and yeah. be, you know. We were talking about that today. Have a different, have a different toolbox. Like you have to have a different set of, of tools to use right. to get through it. <laughs> yeah, we are definitely not the. Uh, puppet type we do not do well being controlled because I feel like the music it loses a lot of its soul when it's picked and you know by someone else that didn't write it or didn't it's they're trying to turn it into something that's you know it just it's too soulless. Yeah, it's not us. Soulless, and we're not twenty years Pop old. Pop country, anymore. like right. that's I not think that's us. important. Like we're all we're mothers. all like I'm forty years old. Rachel's over forty. Like Emily is thirty five. We've I'm done 30, some 30. living. Like we I look thirty five. Shut up. <laughs> no, you there. We've done some living. We've had babies. We've had marriages. Like there's there's things that have been real blessings in our lives that you you know they teach you a lot. And there's a lot of of um, hard lessons and those experiences and it gives you something to write about mm -hmm. so now when we're on the road these um hardened women <laughs> out there you know it's not so scary to ask for what you want just instead of wilting around a 
intimidating sound man, you know, to say out loud, no, you know, this is this is what mm-hmm. we're gonna do tonight, and and to stand up, stand up for yourself instead of in a in a typical relationship, you know, it's not um, with a with sound or in a venue, um, just not allowing the the treatment to be any different. And if it is, you know, calling it for what it is and mm-hmm. standing up for yourself, it's just a, it's a different feeling, but I'm not sure I would have done it when I was 25. Uh, I'm not sure I would have done it five years ago. Also, like, I I know from my own perspective, like, what I had to say when I was 20... (laughs) No one would have wanted to listen. No one would have wanted to listen. It would have just been like, ooh, emotional, uh, I'm so lonely, where's my, you know, man, kind of, I don't know. It's just like, I didn't even want to write until I was in my 30s, because I just didn't I didn't know what to say or allow myself to say, say what I wanted to say. You know, I just like, I had to live a little bit of life. Yeah. And now there's no end to the things I could write about, you know. But I was like, I look back at that woman and uh, it, it's age is a blessing. I, I, I feel like we're always going after the newest, the freshest thing. But that doesn't have an age, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like it's what it's what you're mm-hmm. saying. It's how you're communicating it, and uh, I don't know. I think age is a blessing in that way. Yeah. But to the documentary, it it does exist. It is quite. We do have it. Like we 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 know we're supposed yes. to release it. We have to do it with our our Patreon followers first. And I think I mean I keep saying I'll do it this week and haven't done it for like a year and a half. <laughs> so I'll do it this week. <laughs> and, okay, hold her to it. Right. Hold her to so it. it just but depends on what week you hear it. There you go. And um, this, it's a time sensitive thing. But but I'm but we need we're going to let the rest of the world know about it because it's kind of history for us. You know, like it's just it's old news now, and we're different band and you know it's a different path and we're just we're just in a different place so it really shouldn't be weird to watch it but like you can't help but watch you're it's like you know you're watching it's like watching this is us or something but it's about you it's weird and Uh i and and it's hard to and i definitely don't want to like i know the fans are curious you know and they want to know what happened and what was really said and you know and i could totally see that if you dig a band you want to you know you kind of are invested in who they are Mm -hmm. and the music you want to know what happened absolutely but the documentary um isn't just about our drama it's really about a cool thesis and and caitlin really brought that to life and i'm i'm super she was just such an impressive human being she is an impressive human being she did a great job she did yeah cool but Helped her graduate. There you go. There you go. Got that graduation. Um, So just uh, for the young females out there that may be listening and just, you know, playing music and maybe thinking, I I want to take it on the road. What are some mistakes that you could help them not make? How much time do you have? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We were talking about that. Mistakes. We view mistakes in such a a very negative way. I mean, sometimes it's good to make it, right? Right. Sometimes there's no other way to learn. What we are is we're trying to remind ourselves. I mean, how old am I? Almost 44. Mistakes are not bad things. You know, the people that make mistakes are the people that never do anything. If you want to live a safe, empty life, don't try anything new. Mm -hmm. But if you want to live... If you want to ride, if you've got a passion, follow that. Be okay with making some mistakes. That would be my advice. <laughs> you know, you it's go. like we've made a lot. Learn from people if you can. Yeah, and uh, right. be confident in what you do. You know, um, because people will try to run over you. And yeah, don't change let them. what you are. And 
that was a big mistake of mine is just letting people barrel over me and uh, have me do what they thought was best and I wasted a lot of years um, playing music with people that were just out for themselves so mm -hmm. um, that would be my advice my advice would be <coughs> um, in that moment where that you want to quit whatever brings that on uh, early in your career when you're 20 years old and you can't <coughs> help but you know imagine that the world is ending because something crappy happened mm -hmm. and um, let's say a band gets signed and you were singing with them and they run off to Nashville and never call you again and you just decide your life is over because you know that was, that was your big break instead of being an idiot and stopping music <laughs> for 10 years why don't you pick up your guitar and go to the nearest coffee shop and get over yourself and um, play music and get better and use that time to fail and fail often and fail hard mm -hmm. and, and 10 years later you're going to be a fantastic guitar player yeah. instead it's, of a bad fiddle player. It's, it's persistence. <laughs> it really is. I mean, some of it's talent, some of it's luck, mm -hmm. most of it's persistence. Yeah. So that's, that's the advice I'd, an give, I'd give the, my young self. Cool. I would say that. I don't, know if, I, don't, I, like, I don't know if my little young self would listen, but... <laughs> yeah, That's the thing, because yeah, you <laughs> already is. know it, right? Yeah. All right. I uh, heard you mention Patreon. Uh, so yeah. just waste, connect with y'all, find your music, and we'll walk the thing on out the door. Yeah. Um, well, Patreon for sure. That is our favorite way to get to know our fans. That is... Um, you can find it. It's just the patreon.com slash the crickets. And it's where we post all the things we don't post for everybody else. We post different videos for them and silly things and mm -hmm. things that fans would care about but the average listener wouldn't, you know. Mm -hmm. it's, just a, it's just a more uh, intimate experience with yeah. the fan. Yeah. Um, you can find us. Uh, we are the crickets with a K, which is a little weird, but um, it's when you're looking for us on social media, whether it's Twitter, Insta, or Facebook, we're on it's it's uh, the crickets um, at the crickets on on Instagram. You can find us there, and we also have a website which is thecrickets.com, which is if you want to find our tour schedule or where we'll be or what we're up to, we're pretty good about updating everybody and letting you know what's going on. But um, but we just we love connecting with the fans. If you want to hear the music, um, that's on. Uh, we have our own Pandora station, uh, Spotify channel. You know, wherever you can find music, you can find us. So the crickets with a K. Great. Well, girls, thank you all so much for taking the time to sit thank down with you. me. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So sweet. News and notes. Thank you so much for listening to Porch Talk. If you haven't done so already, I would ask that you would rate and review the show. Subscribe. You can even. Follow us on social media. It's a thing. Jamie, thank you so much for setting all this up and for hosting amazing shows in your home. Um, Sunstroke House is a special place, and uh, the audience, everyone that comes, I mean, it's always like uh, there's this magic about it. Emily, Lauren, and Rachel, thank you so much for sitting down with me and allowing me to pick your brain on the songwriting process and just the years uh, and if you didn't know Lauren she runs a women's clothing store in Port St. Joe Florida for the past 13 years it's called Fuss you can check that out at fussstyle.com but one thing I want to plug again is their Patreon helps them to do what 
what they enjoy and love doing, making music, right? And so it's easy as the dollar a month. And it's like, well, dude, that's not much. Well, what if 400 people gave a dollar a month? And that's kind of the thing about Patreon. And it's like, well, what are you really eliminating out of your life for a dollar? So it's an easy thing to do. Give that a thought. We're going to walk this thing on out the door with a song called I Am Strong off of their latest album, Redbird. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.